Welcome to the Rainier View Christian Church Podcast, where we invite you to pursue God, engage in community, and make a difference. Hey there, welcome to the RVCC Podcast. We are in the midst of Season 2. This is so exciting. My name is Mike Parejo, and I've got a couple uh, incredible people here. So Erica's here just about every week now. Uh, hi, Erica. Hey, that was such a kind introduction. He just called us incredible. Uh, so incredible. It's, and it's true. That was so, so kind. But, but also joining Erica mm-hmm. and I today, uh, another uh, incredibly valued member of our staff, yes. Trevor Hansen. Welcome, friend. Hello, and welcome. Trevor. It's- this is my first podcast. I asked Erica if I should do a special podcast voice, and she shot it down. So I did. Oh, okay. Well, I, used I realized voice, this was your first one. True. Oh my gosh! This is the podcasts are so fun. I love. I'm them. telling you, <laughs> season season two, we've we've got some great people, Crushing and we've got it. some great people lined up. It's going to be really really good. We're glad that you are here listening to us here on the podcast. We've got a topic today that. Um, I'll just be up front. I suck at the uh, the topic <laughs> that, that we're talking about today, and that's okay. Like yeah. It's something that I think not only as a pastor, but all of us as, as believers have to realize that we're not going to be good at everything. There Life. are plenty of things. like We have to be able to admit the areas where we need to grow, uh, and this is definitely an area for me, but but we're talking about the idea of, of goal setting. You know, we're, we're a couple months past... Um, you know, the beginning of the year, but like, you know, New Year's resolutions, you know, setting out like goals, all this kind of stuff. So we're talking about that today. I am not great at it. So I am really looking forward to leaning into the wisdom here of Erica and Trevor. Uh, so you guys, uh, I'm leaning on you heavily. <laughs> no pressure. To, to, I mean, this is my sure first podcast. And this like... is valuable because but if they're invited... just listening to me, oh my gosh, are they in trouble? But we intentionally invited you into something that we knew you were good at. Appreciate that. That is true. Yeah, Trevor, so tell us a little bit, I mean, for people that have been just maybe, maybe they've only listened to the podcast, maybe they haven't attended our Parkland campus, tell us a little bit about kind of you, your role here at the church, your role within the community, uh, you know, 20 minutes on your life story. No, uh, just just the first two parts. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm currently the Parkland campus pastor and overseeing all things Parkland campus, as well as the worship pastor and kind of departmentally over both campuses worship. So I played in a garage band when I was in high school, and it kind of stuck. And so I continued it into into ministry. So, <laughs> so okay, now, now give us a, a few of the names of the garage bands that you have been a part of. Yeah, so we were like hardcore Christian punk. Oh, so good. So you know, you had to have a catchy <laughs> name. So the first first name was Unforsaken. <laughs> Because we were wow. not forsaken, right? That so is we yeah. were really unforsaken. Holy. That is really yeah. holy. And then it was a time of like MySpace bands. And so this band from like Ohio reached out to us, also named Unforsaken. And they're like, we can't have two Unforsakens. <laughs> That's going to be super confusing. Only one of us can be Unforsaken. <laughs> and we didn't know anything because we were in high school. And so we changed our name. Aww. You didn't ask for like any payments no. or royalties or anything? And we were Unforsaken Aww. first. And you, I mean, Aww. you were. But it was like high schoolers versus adults. And uh, you just kind of like. That's they, unfair yeah. to the adults to do that to you guys. Wow. So then we changed our name to The Patterns End. So okay. we want to be a the band. And so it was like Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay. So we were The Patterns End. And we were ending the pattern yes. with our rock music. <laughs> And like then, <laughs> then we played in a bunch of bars and got flipped off, and it was great times. <laughs> I have seen um, uh, your CD. 
that yeah. is the cover of it. Uh, I I held the physical CD in my hand, and I I looked at someone and I said, "Which one's Trevor?" Because this was an early two thousands <laughs> photo, and it is very grainy. <laughs> yes, and we all had long hair yeah. and looked very similar. Yeah. So speaking of those CDs, though, I yeah. think I have somewhere between two hundred and fifty and a thousand still in my garage. <laughs> So anyone listening right now to this podcast, oh, reach yes. out to me. I will give you a free CD. So yeah, today, oh today on the podcast, we're doing a giveaway. Free CDs. It's our first of, giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> are you know, are they CDs of the Unforsaken or the Patterns End? Which which band? So here's the thing. This is after we switched it to the Patterns End. Okay. okay. Album title, Unforsaken. Unforsaken. Yes. Oh, Bringing it together. Brilliant. All right. Yeah. So if you want some of that. Uh, email at Trevor H at rainerview.org and uh, first you need to go on Amazon and buy a CD player. So that's, <laughs> that's important. My first. car still has a CD player. <laughs> so you're good. You're good. Uh, what else do you do, Trevor, aside from being in great garage bands? Yeah, so I'm also the head football coach at Franklin Pierce High School here Woo. in Tacoma. Nice. And no shout cards. out alma mater, right? Hey, that's where I graduated from. Yeah, so I've been nice. coaching there for 14 years, head coach for four years. So a lot of this goal setting and, you know, setting just markers that you want to achieve, that's kind of my second love language. So <laughs> glad what, to be here. That's <laughs> why we invited you. Okay, so let's jump into it here. First question, do you guys, do you do New Year's resolutions, birthday resolutions, uh, like, you know, April Fool's Day, I'm not fooling around with this anymore, I'm going to do something new? Like, you know, are, are there things that you guys do to kind of, you know, to, to set resolutions, things that you want to be or change moving forward? I set, uh, I, so yes, technically I do. I, I used to not, cause I was like, ugh, everybody's doing this and I don't want to do this cause everybody else is so doing agree. this. Um, but yeah, I, I lean, I don't lean so much into like resolutions. I try to pick more of like, what's the theme? What's the thing that I need to work on for the next mm-hmm. 365 days? Um, and then within that, there are some, you know, practical steps to take, but setting like a, I'm going to read X number of books. I've done that in the past and I just find that, um, life will sometimes really get in the way of mm-hmm. setting goals that are really good things but aren't the most important thing. And so I try to pick more of like a theme to work towards. Nice. Yeah, nice. similarly, um, my punk rock roots, I'm like, I'm anti-establishment. So if everyone's doing it, I'm not going <laughs> to do it. it. <laughs> not going to do it. Like the whole Enneagram thing, I held off for so long. Oh, I'm like, so sorry. I'm not going to do this because everyone's talking about it and doing If everyone watches the show, I'm not going to do it. I don't know why that is. It's it's a defect that I'm working it's, on. It's, it's your punk rock background. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's it. Exactly. Hardcore. So I didn't for a while, um, and I did the word of the year. Have you guys heard of that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, similarly, you pick a theme or a mantra yeah. and just kind of try to apply it to all areas of your life. And I liked it, but it wasn't uh, specific enough for me, just the way that I function. I need to check boxes. So I think if it's more measurable... It's easier for me to do. Like my word of the year last year was momentum. Mm. When in real life, it should have been exhausted because (laughs) when you try to apply momentum to every area of your life, you're like, do more, do more, do more, do more. Yeah. And then it was really difficult. Um, And so it wasn't clear enough for me. So I still like that idea of a word of a year and trying to apply it to different areas. Specifically, though, if you could take that down and think of, like, my family life, my personal life, how can this apply and put more attainable goals so you're not trying to kill yourself in the process. Mm. So I was against New Year's resolutions, but I also think, you know, that just the timing in the year, we have these natural boundaries of time when we turn a year older or we have a new year. 
and I think it's a good measurement to be like, okay, what do I want to focus on this year in my life and apply some structure and some direction to. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, like, I'm almost the opposite. Like, I used to do resolutions, but now I'm like, nope, I don't do them anymore because I think, you know, I've got this this strain of perfectionism in my DNA. And yeah. perfectionism and resolutions don't really go well together. No. And for me, like, I yes. can super get down on myself. Like, if I make the resolution, like, okay, I am going to lose this many pounds every month or I'm going to read the Bible every single day, like, and then when I miss a day or when I mm-hmm. falter and I feel like I fail, then it's just like, and I think this is what a lot of people struggle with is like, oh, well, I messed up. So I guess I'm done with that. And that's yeah. a silly way to think about it. But I think it's, it's something that a lot of people can really easily fall into. Um, now, I mean, we are recording this uh, February 15th. Okay. So there are probably a lot of people listening or maybe some or maybe none, but people that have set New Year's resolutions and they've already, like, we're six weeks into the year, and they're done with it yeah. already. Right. Does that mean that I have to wait until January 1st of next year to try a new one? Or what What does that look like in terms of for you guys? Like, okay, like, what I want to do on January 1st, like, it didn't really work out. Like, how do I how do I set a new one? Like, how would yeah. you talk to somebody that, like, it just feels like, oh, I missed my opportunity because I tried it and I've already failed? Like, what, what does that person do now? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know how you guys felt about January 2022, but it was a real nightmare on my end. So, <laughs> so I feel I like think, a continuation of the previous year and the year before that. Right? Really? Yeah. yeah. 2020 yeah. has actually been about 36 months long. I think. I I'm think not really sure. It's not like it wasn't works. completely different. Like, I don't know how the year time changed, works. but yeah. it was still the same. Yeah. Well, I one of the things that I would ask the person is, was your goal to do something 365 days in a row? Because if that was your goal, then then that 365 days can start whenever, but I think that's probably the wrong goal for you to Mm -hmm. set. That was an unattainable goal that you're probably going to fail at anyways. So let's maybe set a different, more attainable goal would be the conversation I would have with someone right now. Yeah, and just understanding, like, change is consistent, right? Like, Mm -hmm. things in your life are always going to be changing. Mm -hmm. Your circumstances, a lot of stuff you don't have control over, some circumstances that happen to you, you just have to reevaluate and move Mm -hmm. forward. We just did a series on shame cycle, right? And just talking about this the cycle of shame and shame can be applied to all areas of our life. Woohoo. Yay, that's so <laughs> exciting. But even this area of like setting goals, um, when we fail, quote unquote, with our goals, we, we feel shame and then we attack ourselves and you know, dig a deeper hole yeah. and then we avoid. There's this an avoidance period, which leads to more shame, right? And that's what we talked about. Anyways, we're messes of humans. Yeah. 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 Rather than that, uh, I would encourage anyone, you know, listening, if if you've fallen short of your goals at this point, give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Jesus extends grace. Uh, We should extend grace to ourselves. Reevaluate just kind of your circumstance where you're at. Then choose to reset, set a new goal, and then restart. And I think that's more of a healthy approach and understanding like we are not perfect so give ourselves grace yeah things are outside of con- our control uh, we could choose how we respond to those things reset and restart mm-hmm. good. good 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 okay so for you guys personally like, how do you how do you set goals like when it comes to your work your ministry your family friends whatever it is how how do you go through this process of determining what is that goal or maybe it even like what is my word for the year or how, how do you what, what's your process for coming up with that yeah um i 
have to be like like I spoke earlier, like very intentional with what I choose. And so there's kind of a process that I go through and I need to write it down. I need to make it like visual out in front of me too. So the kind of three categories that I look at for myself are kind of personal goals. So what am I doing for my personal growth or my physical health or things that are just like dealing with me? Then there's my ministry goals or my, you know, the goals that I have at my job or my workplace, right? Um, How I treat people in my workplace. That could be, you know, a reading goal, a podcast listening goal, uh, going to a conference, like whatever that is, how I schedule my work-life balance, maybe you have a, a goal there. And then your relationship goals is the third category that I focus on, on what I'm doing with my kids, what am I doing with my spouse and setting goals in those areas. So kind of personal goals, work-related goals, and then family goals. And then I try to be very intentional on, on what those things look like. Um, so for me, like some of the family goals that I've set have been, you know, family days of things that I'm going to intentionally do or date nights that, you know, get squeezed out sometimes because of work and other stuff. So if you don't schedule those things, they're never going to happen. Um, reading book goals. So those are kind of the three categories that I look at. And then I specifically say like 10 books this year, that is my goal yeah. and being intentional with it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Trevor has a way better system than I do. <laughs> so a lot of um, a lot of the goals that I set are things that are like inevitable for me, like to have to do. So like right now, um, as we're recording this this weekend, Mike and I are going like to the retreat. So that like the goal was like, okay, the retreat's gonna happen this year, right. yay! <laughs> yeah. And then um, if, so if there's something that is like on a deadline, I work backwards from it. And so there's a timeline in my office of like, okay, by this time you need to have done this and you need to have done this to help me keep some momentum going and and not let the 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 mountain of the deadline overwhelm me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other times when I have set like really intentional goals, like maybe for my personal life of somewhere that I wanna be, if it, it then I work forwards I, I guess but I'll set something that seems attainable um and and work from there but I I think a lot about picking like a word for the year mm-hmm. um which again like when it first started I was like oh my gosh I think I think part of my disdain towards New Year's resolutions and words of the year was it was like everyone thinks that the change of a calendar is going to be the thing that changes it for them and that was really annoying and so I had to get myself out of that habit um but one of the things that I do when I pick a word for the year is I set aside some time um and it works well for my life and my schedule right now to do it in between like Christmas and New Year's in that week in between mm-hmm. and I'll sit and I'll have spent time leading up to it, like praying. And I write down every word or thought or or um, just everything that comes to my mind. I put it on sticky notes and I start like moving sticky notes around. And I'm like, okay, do I want this? Do I like this? Like, wh- where do I see this going? And I journal and I pray. Um, and then I'll pick the thing that I think God is genuinely inviting me into. Mm-hmm. And typically that word has a lot to do with growth because I think mm-hmm. when we like lean into what God has for us, we find growth and not just in super attainable things of like, I can cross 10 books off my list, which right. We should all want to read more. Um, but <laughs> or at least audiobooks. That's yeah, what at least I do. audiobooks. Yes. We should all want to be gaining more knowledge. Um, but it's like the growth that happens internally that eventually will bear fruit, but sometimes takes some time to show up. Yeah. I think the process can be different. Um, it's really finding the rhythm that works mm-hmm. for you, that's sustainable for you. Um, I've listened to tons of leadership podcasts and, you know, spent a bunch of time reading different books on this. 
there's like the idea of setting smart goals. Have you guys yeah. heard of that before? Mm-hmm. It's like specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and then time sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, those certain things. Um, but I think really intentionality is key. Like whatever gets you there, yeah. it's the intentionality behind it. I heard like there's you can either be discipline driven or default driven. And so mm. being discipline driven, see discipline is I mean, football coach coming out, right? Uh Discipline driven is it's intentional and purposeful. Yeah. Default driven is we all have an autopilot setting that we will all return to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. Uh, we just need to know when it's time to trigger into more discipline driven and be more intentional. So yeah, one of one of the, the guys I listen to, Tim and Bri- Brian Kites, uh, their Focus 3 podcast, if you want to listen to something on leadership development, they talk about how only 18% of people actually set goals. 18% of Americans set goals. That is, that's, such, that's such a low number. Only, 10, wow. only 10% of Americans actually write down their goals. And when you find the most successful people in the business world or in sports world, yeah. uh, the top 1% are those people that write down those goals. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I think it's come, coming back to discipline, intentionality, yeah. writing them down, keeping them clear. Yeah. And also, right, uh, allowing yourself to, you know, change as, as your circumstances change. Yeah. yeah. And that's interesting because, I mean, one of, the, one of the things that I think I've made mistakes in the past is, like, I set goals that end up being way too big. Like, I think I can accomplish yeah. way more in a year than I actually can or – they're just too grandiose or whatever, and uh, and so I'm going to talk about a book later on. But uh, this author John Acuff he writes this this book Finish, and he says one of the things like whatever your goal is, cut it in half. That'll make it a lot more manageable, and then when you accomplish it, then you can set a new goal. But like that way, like you know, if you, if you have that. this massive goal, like that'll be great. But if I cut it in half, I've got a lot better chance of accomplishing yeah. that goal. And then I then maybe the next goal is to do the other half or whatever it is. But like it's, I think for a lot of people, it's like, okay, this is the year. I'm going to lose 48 pounds and 48 pounds. Okay. That's four pounds a month. Like that's a pound a week. Like that's hard. Yeah. Like that's yeah. really, really hard. Like when you, when you set up this massive goal and say, okay, like, well, and he even recommends like, you know, do it in half, do it like twice the length of time and half the goal. Like I mean, even if it seems like, well, that's really yeah. easy, but at least you accomplish it. Like, at least you're accomplishing something as opposed to setting this massive goal that, like, it will take, like, a massive work of God for this thing to actually happen in my life because, you know, I just set a massive resolution. Yeah, and I uh, I get a real uh, endorphin rush when I cross things off to-do lists. So really, set <laughs> those goals to be super, like, attainable and small because then you're like, I did it, and I'm ready to go to the next <laughs> one, and I'm full of drive and purpose and celebration. There you go. But your goal should be more than, like, I'm going to breathe at least 12 hours today. Like, you know, like it needs to <laughs> yeah. be like something like at least there's a level of challenge. Oh, please, to it. everybody so. set the goal to breathe 24 hours a yeah. day. That's yeah. good, too. That's good, too. Your goal should be like, I'm going to sleep more than three hours today. Like, yeah, okay, yes, let's maybe go a little bit bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, like that concept of taking like small, consistent steps, yeah. um, a book that, that I would recommend as well, it's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And it's this idea of consistent small steps over a period of time, right? turn into large journeys like there's yeah. massive success on the other and so this the slight edge philosophy if you will is like doing those small things over and over until success kicks in because there are things that are easy to do but the things that are easy to do are just as easy not to do yes. it's like you know what i mean like like choosing 
McDonald's or a salad, like that's an easy choice. Although if it's a McDonald's salad, yeah. it's probably not that great of a choice. But, not know, anyway, that great anyway, of a so. choice. Same number of calories. Yeah. And I so. would I would also recommend um, I read this book uh, I think in the like the week in between so kind of you know December of 2021 and January of 2022 um, called the Lazy Genius Way. Oh, nice. and, and so real quick, we will say all these resources oh, yes. again at the end. So if you're like, oh, I didn't get Trevor's book of the podcast, we'll, we'll talk about them all at the end again. So yeah. sorry for interrupting. Um, and and she the, the tagline of the book is embrace what matters, ditch what doesn't, and get stuff done. Um, Boom. And her thing is you are your own person. And so you cannot set your goal to be just like everybody else's goal. And she talks about a lot about like she's a mom. And so she talks about okay, well, in my house, like, I can't structure my house like all of my other mom friends because I have my own unique kids and I have, like, our own unique schedules that we have to run. And so that's what's um, what's way more important is to be – to set your goals and your expectations for life based on what is unique and specific for you. If, if what matters most right now is having, like, a super, uh, like – Instagrammable home because maybe that's part of your job or whatever, or that's just something that you enjoy, then great, lean into that. But if that doesn't actually matter to you, don't make that your goal just because everyone else posts their Instagram-worthy home Mm. on the internet. And that has been really helpful for me in thinking about what I want this year to be about. Nice. Okay, so we talked a little bit about kind of how do you set goals? How do you guys keep track? of goals like you know to make sure that we're we're staying on target here how do you like you know is it like you just mentioned like okay i'm gonna i'm writing something on the bathroom mirror whatever and so like am i just gonna put like a hash mark for every week that i do it or like how do you guys keep keep track of it so that you're staying on those goals yeah i just uh like i said i get down to the gritty details on on certain things and it's month by month just just tracking so if i have a goal of say 10 books in a year I know that's a certain amount of books like per quarter or per month, right? And just track that as well. Um, and then going back to like allowing yourself grace that you don't have to kill yourself to make up. It's like, okay, let's reevaluate and then let's set the new goal based on where the current reality is. Yeah, I um, one of the things that's really handy is, so one of my goals last year, and I, uh, I don't know if I actually uh, – met this goal this probably isn't the right thing to say on this podcast but I don't know if I actually met this goal because it got it just became very very complicated um I I wanted to lower my heart rate um I was finding that it was like my average heart rate was not at a place that I wanted Mm. it to be and so my Fitbit just did it for me and that was a really easy thing Mm -hmm. of like oh I can just I don't even have to think about this it's just telling me what it is I don't think I actually met that goal um uh, anxiety uh, <laughs> but you, you didn't have like the heart rate of a hummingbird either no so, gosh, okay so that's no. good I mean, that, that's a win so. yeah I was somewhere in between dead and a hummingbird <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that's a really big gap right there but okay that, that, that's all right if any of you hummingbirds out there are offended, you can just email me at MikeP at radio.org. Sorry. So. Now they're going to tweet at you. Yeah. I'm so sorry I said that. Oh, oh no. my oh, God. Do hummingbirds tweet? I don't think they do. I don't know. They just like spit that orange liquid that they drink out of the people's feeders outside like, their homes or whatever. Uh, so. Never mind. I'm about like, to derail this podcast. Yeah, we, Keep going. National Geographic all of a sudden. <laughs> like. Okay, so Erica, you, yeah. are, you are a big podcast person. Love them. You had a really interesting question based on some of the podcasts that you listen to. So 
Uh, why don't you bring that? Yeah. So we have talked about what do you do when you fail at your resolutions or your goals? I'm really good at that. So <laughs> I'm a big success at failure. We're yes. all so shame cycle. We're, we're I there. mean, we're all we're good, good at that. Yeah, we're we're so all good. good at setting goals and not meeting it because goals require such discipline and require us to be really present and focused in our lives. And we live in a world that doesn't lend itself to that. Mm-hmm. But let's say that you make your goals. Have you ever thought about like preparing to succeed instead of just preparing to fail? I think a lot of people like I dream about what success would look like, but in terms of like actually planning for success, probably not. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, similar. I don't I don't necessarily plan for success. Um I think if I do succeed or if I do find something valuable that worked for me, I think I try to pass it on, mm-hmm. like use that to encourage someone else um, yeah. if they operate similar, like bring other people on the journey with you. Yeah. Um, but as far as like planning for success, again, Enneagram 3, of course I'm going to succeed, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's it. <laughs> Failure is not an option. There's just an expectation mm-hmm. for success. But no, yeah, I mean like – so have you have have either of you ever like achieved this goal that you had and then you were like ah oh, crap like what do we do now like this 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 changed something that maybe we weren't prepared for it to change Ooh, that's a really good question yeah hmm. honest answer is like I'm on to the next probably okay like yeah. that's probably how my my mind and my wiring works it's like if it's say a physical goal, yeah. if if it's like peak performance or whatever, like it'd be maintaining that, and then the new goal is like, how do I maintain whatever this is that I okay. got to? Or if it's like I completed X amount of books or X amount of hours putting toward leadership development in this area, it's like, okay, yeah. what's the next goal? What's the next goal? Yeah. So I probably am terrible at just like, cool, I did it. I'm just like, what's the yeah. next thing? How do I keep moving forward? Yeah, and I would say like I'm, I'm probably worse than that because I don't even know if I'm even achieving the goals before it's like I'm halfway into it. Going like you know, it'd be a great goal, and then just like shifting <laughs> over to a new one. Like, but I think even I mean, yes, there like there are the there are the goals and the resolutions that we think about, but there are also things that like God has invited each of you to. That even like saying yes to what God has invited you to has probably changed something, or even like I mean. Coming on staff here for for both of you required for me as well for all of us like it required shifts and changes and so I just want people to also think about like your failure it doesn't have to be inherent and you can also mm-hmm. be planning for your success. Yeah, that's really good. I th- I think too like incorporating faith into goals is obviously important, yeah. right? And like you talked about, perfectly considered what those goals are going to yeah. be. And there's certain goals that we set, like, in our life that we have no power over. We have no control over because it's, like, it's going to take a work of God to be able to accomplish such things. And when God moves in those ways, yeah, absolutely, it's important to mark those successes as God's. And response should be, you know, worship and thanksgiving and, um, yeah, just just considering how how God brought you to that place um, and being grateful for it. I I last year— my word for the year was free. Um, I especially was like, I want to be free of unhealthy expectations that people have on me. Um, and a lot of the work that I did around that was like in counseling. And that, you know, that's a goal that is not attainable. That's not a thing that you can like cross off a list. And it's a thing that I'll probably con- like be continuing to work on. 
But when I found those things actually happening, I was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. I wasn't prepared for what would actually happen if I was free of unhealthy expectations. Like, I was not prepared for um, how it could potentially be disappointing to other people (laughs) that I was not living under their you know, unhealthy expectations of me. I wasn't prepared for, um, like one of the things was, um, some unhealthy expectation around, um, like preaching and learning how to be me and show up like as myself when I preached and, and, and then being like, Oh my gosh, well now people like know more about me. And I was not prepared necessarily for how much people would then get to know about me. And so I think this question just felt extra, uh, pertinent because when I was reflecting on on last year and how I saw some things happen that I wasn't prepared for as I like achieved a goal. Nice. All right. So when success comes, and we, we kind of just address this a little bit, but but when you do succeed, like how do you how do you market her? I mean, we talk about the the rhythm of celebration all yeah. the time here. That's right in Erica's wheelhouse, right there. It's like right. so when success happens, like when you set a goal, when you've got this resolution and you achieve it, how do you how do you commemorate that? What do you do? Hmm. Well, for me, it depends on the goal. Like, mm-hmm. if it was something that was, um, if it was something that I just thought would be like a good thing to do, but didn't, I wasn't like deeply invested in. So, for example, if it was like a reading goal, I'm like, oh, cool, I did it. What do I want to read next? Exactly, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> uh, but so. I do pause for a moment there. Um, but a lot of other things, like I will invite people into it and I'll just make it like a priority to celebrate it. And mm-hmm. so um, I am rapidly approaching paying off my last student loan. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, what do like what do I do? I want to market. And I told a friend of mine and she's like, when you do it, I'm, thro- I'm, I'm, I'm throwing you a dinner. And I was like, are you sure? So make her pay for it so that there's no more debt for you. Well, I, I so, mean, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and I mean, we were talking about this while I was throwing her a baby shower and I was like, what do I have to celebrate? Like you're bringing a child into the world. And I was like, I guess I'm going to f- finish paying off student loans. And she goes, oh, I will celebrate you That's big when time that is. happens. Yeah, no but financial freedom. Financial freedom. But yeah, I I would say we there is a healthy, right? We don't want to think too much of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We want to keep our pride in check. But also you should welcome your community in to celebrate the like Absolutely. the good things that are happening. And so even if it's just a text and all of your friends send you back like the confetti emoji, great. <laughs> we all celebrated together. Yeah. No, I like that. I mean, and and there's a lot of goals. I mean, some are short term, some are long term. I mean, I know for April and I like one of our goals, like when uh when Nathan came into our family, like one of our goals, like I hope we don't kill him. And uh and, and we achieved that. No, I mean like You did it! No, well, I mean, there's like when when you're a first time parent. Oh gosh. Like, initially, like, why are people entrusting me with a child? Like, <laughs> no, how do we keep this thing alive? And ironically, I'm talking about parenting up in this this, this upcoming weekend. But, like, yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, just trying to keep this little eight-pound creature, like, I, I'm entrusted to keep that person alive. And, and so, like, for us, it's like, yeah, I mean, obviously, we want to do more than just keep him alive. But, like, by the time that he graduated high school, like, that's... That's 18 years yeah. of, of work and being intentional in all sorts of ways. And so like even, I mean, it's just something as simple as like, you know, getting a picture of him in, you know, in his graduation outfit and like, yeah. and I'm going to put it on social media, yeah, not to are. brag that like, we've got the world's greatest kid, but, but it's more so like, it happened. Like, yeah. Yeah. he is a member of society and like, he's, you know, he's in college now and he's working 83 jobs or whatever. And it's like, but so man, driven. like, I mean, 
you know, a goal that we set, you know, before he ever came into our house is like, okay, like we are unleashing a reasonably functional adult into the world here. And, and baby necks are so intimidating. I'm like, I I tell my friends, I'm like, give it, give it like six to 12 months before I'm really like you and your child can, you, your child and me can like hang out with one another because I'm very afraid that their head is just going to fall off. <laughs> yeah, initially. they're very resilient. They're very resilient. <laughs> they are. They yes, are. They bounce back pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. If if I did some things that babies did, like I would die. Like <laughs> it, it would not work out well for me. So other ways that we can mark success. I just I'm challenged by this question. Just to think now, like goal setting process from the beginning, like. How will I celebrate this um, from the beginning? Um, Not to incentivize yourself, but just thinking so you can appreciate the process, appreciate the journey of going after the goal. And even if it was like, I don't know, books has been like a theme. So let's just stay with books. Stay with books. Oh, darn. I only read nine books this year. Like still celebrate that journey, that process, because, you know, you've you've gone such a, a long ways. The Olympics are on TV right now. And every time someone is, like, doesn't make it, like, onto the podium or, like, doesn't make gold, like, I feel very bad for them. But I'm also, like, you're in the top 20 skiers in the the world. world. (laughs) Like, you you can mourn, appropriately mourn. But then also, like, you're the top 20. You're one of the top 20 uh, snowboarders. There's, like, close to 8 billion people that will never even come close to what you can do. I've I've literally never skied. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And I think that that's awesome. Um, I had a really great thought that literally just escaped my brain about pausing and celebrating. Oh, no. It'll come back to you. I hope so. It'll get there. You know, and it's funny, as we talk about this, I mean, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, it's 1 Corinthians 10, 31, and it's for whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And so Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, like, man, when we succeed... There also needs to be this recognition of like, man, this was for like this, this, if my goals are just about me, like if my goals are like, I want to be healthier, I want to lose 40 pounds because I want to look better, whatever, like, what about the goal of like, but I also want to honor God with my physical body. Like I want to honor God with my, like we talk about books, like I want to honor God by, by continuing to sharpen my mental skills. And so as I reach these goals, ultimately these need to be tributes to God because whatever we do, we are called to do it in a way that is honoring to him. And, you know, you, you look at Jesus and how Jesus lived. And again, I don't know if Jesus set, I mean, his goal was ultimately to go to the cross. He achieved it. Um, but like, but, but, but for Jesus in everything, yeah. sorry, that sounded really, uh, there's a lack of reverence there. But, but I mean, but the idea of, of you know, whatever he did, it was for God's mm-hmm. glory in, in absolutely everything. And that's, you know, again, I think it's easy to set resolutions or even set these words of the year, and I just make it about me. And again, when I just yeah. make it about me, those will probably fail because ultimately I will lose interest or whatever. But if they're centered around God and if they're meant to glorify God, there there is a greater purpose there than just like me becoming a better person. Yeah, yeah it's so good thinking about like goal setting in the context of community, right? Like if it's just about you, 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 I mean, that's such a vain attempt at a life versus thinking, you know, we're all the body of Christ together um, to edify one another, to encourage one another. And we have a mission that God has given us to reach the ends of the world. And so how does my goal setting then allow me to be at my best to do what God has gifted me at or what talents he's given me or the passions that he's given me to be part of the context of the capital C church 
to then speak and show God's glory to the ends of the earth. And so, yeah, framing, that's really good, just framing it within that mindset of, you know, your goals aren't just for yourself. They're for the church, for Christ. Yeah. So I the the idea circled back around and I think lends itself um, better in this spot than it did the first time around. Um, but I was in counseling this week and I was talking about um, how it oftentimes can feel um, – I was talking specifically about, like, in ministry, how wins can feel so intangible. Like, mm. you know, mm-hmm. you're not you're not ending the week with your to-do list accomplished. You're not ending, you know, you're not going to bed every day being like, and I, I successfully did X number of tasks. I produced my 53 widgets for today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, some days, some days I leave and I'm like, I don't think I accomplished anything today. Mm. Um, and she said mm. that. Um, when she talks with people who are in like helping professions, um, she recommends that they find some way to really mark those moments. Um, hmm. And so I have a couple ideas of like things that I want to bring to the staff and I have a couple ideas of things that I want to do for myself. But I think about the people listening to this who um, who are in helping professions or who are, you know, parents or caregivers that, you know, like, if your goal is like, I, I just want my child to leave the house and, and be alive, or I, I just need my kid to get through this year, or I need my kid to get through this next season of illness or something, um, put something really visual and in front of you that you can see on a regular basis to mark those moments so you are not thinking, oh my gosh, I, I literally did nothing. Well, no, you might have had a really, really beautiful conversation mm-hmm. with, with your child, or you might have done a really good job of caring for someone who was in need in that moment that that can't get logged in a book can't get mm-hmm. marked you know you're not going to say right. i'm going to i'm going to you know help this person in x number of ways by the end of the day those aren't attainable things yeah. but to write like i had a really beautiful conversation today or i i i i managed to help my baby stop crying i would mark those things mm-hmm. as well just so you remember like God is using you in the community that you are in to do something to impact the kingdom, even on the days when you feel like you've done nothing. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, we promised this before. We want to talk about any any other resources that you would point somebody to if they wanted to learn more about you know setting goals and, and kind of focusing on that one. So we've mentioned a couple, but why don't you guys uh, let's let's recap those right now for the folks listening. Yeah, so I recommended The Lazy Genius Way by Kendra Adachi. Um, Can you spell that last name? Do you know? Do you it, have it there? It is. Oh, I, give me one second. Okay, Trevor, you go, and then we'll circle back around to me because I want to make sure that I spell it right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, I talked about The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson earlier, and this this concept of consistently doing the small things over time can make an impact. And, like, the pitch is, like, if you improved 1% every day, at the end of the year, you would th- be 365% better by just taking these small steps over time. Um, that's a lot of math right there. That's I don't know so much math. That. Is there 365 days in here? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. It's like a leap year. Then there's extra percent. Holy cow. Anyway. And then there's some some podcasts that I like listening to. I mentioned the Focus 3 podcast uh, by Brian and Tim Kite. And their thing is um, the R factor, which is how we respond to things in our, in our life. And I think... That's really important when we're talking within the context of goals. Just we mentioned earlier, the world is ever changing, and so of our circumstances and situations. And so, just kind of reanalyzing where you're at and choosing to continue to go forward. 
Um, I literally just scrolled. Well, I was scrolled down just a little bit too far to see her last name. So, anyways, <laughs> The Lazy Genius Way by Kendra Adachi, A D A C H I. Um, and then I would also recommend um, there's a podcast that I listen to called Lead Stories, um, and they walk you through. They have like an end of the year thing and a really great resource online to help you reflect on the last year, set goals for the next year. Um, and there's another podcast that I listen to called Go and Tell Gals um, that does a similar thing. But and both of those two podcasts are they have goal setting and they also have bringing God glory at the heart of of what they do in those episodes. So nice, very cool. And the book that I was talking about is Finish, Give Yourself the Gift of Done. That's by John Acuff, last name A-C-U-F-F. It's relatively cheap. It's maybe 14 bucks on Amazon or something like that. Like, we're talking about, like, setting goals of, like, reading books. If you want to read a book, like, this one's not even 200 pages. And the way that he writes, like, he is so funny and so entertaining, like... It, it's it's a really, really fast read. It's so fast, you actually need to read it a couple times so you can take in all the principles instead of just, like, enjoying the read. Uh, but I highly, highly recommend that one. A lot of really good practical stuff in there. So. And just to clarify, I was not laughing at him writing a book fewer than 200 pages. I was like, <laughs> oh, I can, I can, I can read this I can book. Do that. I can do that. Yes. I was laughing. I'm like, that's, that. that's a really attainable book. Yeah. For book length for me to read. Absolutely. And Does it want, have a lot of pictures? Uh, I'm looking. No, I, I don't see very many pictures at all, but the How does anecdotes. He footnotes. The, uh, there's <laughs> almost none. And the way that he oh, writes, man. like, yeah, like you can set the goal of like, oh, I'm, I'm going to read half the book. That'll, well, you'll finish it so quickly, you'll set another goal and you'll achieve two goals then. The so, gift of done. There you go. So it's really, really good. Trevor, Erica, thank you. This has been super fun. This is a this is a podcast that I'm definitely going to go back and I'm going to want to listen to as somebody who needs to hear these principles as opposed to just the guy uh, talking uh, on the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, but I appreciate you guys and uh, yeah, we'll come back and we'll do this again. We It'll be it. great. Thanks for listening here on the RVCC podcast, season two. It's good. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to go to our YouTube page. We got social media on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. RVCC Plus. There's all sorts of good things that you can do. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for joining the Rainier View Christian Church Podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to be notified for all future episodes. Be sure to connect with us on socials at Rainier View CC and find out more about us at RainierView.org. <laughs>